0: Mike's Daily Podcast. F- F- episode one thousand one hundred. No wait, twelve twelve. Oh my gosh, today is twelve twelve. Isn't that a great rush album? Oh wait, that's twenty one twelve. I rehearsed it or something. Twelve twelve today, which I guess is a month in. Des- it's a day in December, and it's also today's F- F- episode. Hello, Mike's daily podcast mike matthews podcasting from cafe anyway located somewhere in Podcastro castro valley Mont. mike's daily podcast on a friday and guess what surprise i got when i came to work today there was that homeless guy who likes to go in there and spray his disgusting smells all over the bathroom it happens every friday what can I do? I'll tell you what the building did. They changed every key on every lock yesterday. Mike's daily podcast. And this morning, he's in the bathroom, which has a key. Uh, it has a lock, so he Mike's somehow got a key daily and got in there podcast. since yesterday. Yeah. My coworker doesn't even have a key. How did he get in here? I got. I spent. About an hour this morning already Trying to track down, figure out what's going on How this guy is getting in here I confronted the guy, I said Did you steal steal any keys? And he said no I'm like what company are you with? He's like I'm not with any company sir I'm like well what are you doing in here? And he said Well I'm taking a And then I left the smells and then i don't know this guy and i don't want to get all in his face and you wouldn't want to get in his face anyway because you would you go blind with the smells so i don't know what is happening but it's so freaking frustrating i don't even own this building and i'm frustrated because well i, I own cafe anyway where we are right now and people are about to walk in today including uh, let's see we got shelly schuhart no that was yesterday's show Benita the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster are stopping by today And we're gonna bring you the wonderful segment called ain't life grand Where I saw a store. Oh, what do they have on? Oh? Today Walter Cronkite it would have been his birthday today he Look who just walked in Uh, gosh when I was a kid I Know I just put all you Millennials to sleep when I was a kid he was on every morning when I got up he was on right before Captain kangaroo and he kind of looked like Captain kangaroo because he had the big mustache like Captain Kangaroo but that was a that was my childhood and then my mom would bring me a bowl of cereal because apparently I didn't know how to make a bowl of cereal. I was that stupid but uh, I had a story to bring you during the segment Eight life Grand that you may or may not find interesting about the FBI, uh, which I was talking about. I got, last show, I got seriously just confused, befuddled. I got lost in the weeds and I apologize, but that that's just how it went last show. And look who else just walked in. Hi, Mark, it's Benita the Radio Queen. Hiya, hello. Answer this girl, fiddle player, tell you what. What? Looks like somebody punched you all on the face. I actually have... Yeah, I have a bloody lip, kind of. And it started a couple weeks ago. Trump supporters lit a truck on fire. What? Or no, Trump supporters' truck got lit on fire in Sacramento. Wow. Scary. And I was uh, barbecuing some chicken. And I saw a piece of chicken there on the grill. And I, it was like a tiny piece. And I said, I'm going to... Stab it with this fork, this metal fork, and I'm gonna take a bite out of it because it's lunch and I'm hungry Yeah, I barbecue at lunchtime because I get I work early, so I get off early, so that's the only thing good about that And so I took a bite, but the fork got too close to my Yeah Burnt my lip So I've got the, it's heat trying to heal up, but the lip Especially my lip It's constantly moving because I'm flapping my jaw all the time Wrapping my lips Ow, that was hurt Ow, painful Uh, so I have a story about that And then also You've been hearing a lot about Huma Abedin. Uma Abedin Uma Aberdeen Uma, oh my god This is a lovely lady Sorry, she had to go through the whole Anthony Weiner situation But She has been a longtime Hillary Clinton aide And she headlined a fundraiser For Hillary's campaign Last night in D.C., the first time she's appeared on Clinton's behalf since last week's news that the FBI was taking steps to review new emails related to Clinton's private email server. And the Comey letter to Congress, which set all the the conservatives' jaws a-flapping. Usually a frequent fixture... By Clinton's side On the campaign trail Thursday's fundraiser was the first time She had been on the campaign trail for her boss Since last week Clinton campaign aides confirmed She was working for the campaign's Brooklyn headquarters this week Attending the fundraiser Which tickets ranged from $500 to $10,000 See I would never go to a politician fundraiser Ever I I don't care how great I just Politics corrupt people and i don't feel like throwing my money into that and then what's the return you're you're in there they're in your pocket because you gave them money no you'd have to give them a whole bunch of money i just don't like the whole world of that but there was diane von Furstenberg there and other people and here's today's podcast picture and a vogue editor in chief I don't know anything about Vogue But I know about the podcast picture today It's not Uma Abedin It is of uh, Oh Right uh, Alabama That conservative bastion They talk about Jesus all the time And they got those cool twangy accents that I love And I even adopted a twangy accent For a small time It just seeps into your Larynx when you're there you get the the accent going on. Start saying y'all. Mark, that's great job doing a twangy accent, southern accent, y'all. You said y'all. I did. Good job. Bye, oh, bye. I'm getting out. Of- oh, Mark, tell you what. I think that Benita and I agreed that you do great southern accent, and that that's a picture of the bomb bomb center. Yeah, the Von Braun. Werner Von Braun had moved to the wonderful state of Alabama after World War II. Worked on the Saturn rockets and other rockets in our rocket program. We had uh, captured him from the Nazis. And he loved Alabama because it it reminded him of Germany. And you know what? That's true because I went to Germany while I lived in Alabama. I flew... From Huntsville, Alabama to Germany, and by the time I got to Germany, when I got off the plane, I'm like, Did we spend 12 hours and just fly around in a circle and land in Alabama? It looked exactly the same, and then I'd see a castle on a hill and go, Oh, wait a minute, I'm in Germany, and people are talking the German. So I must be in the Germany. But, yes, so that's a picture of the Big Spring. Big Spring. And Big Spring Park, and the Von Braun Center's right there. I used to love going there. And I'd, I'd, I'd walk around it and There kind of wasn't much In the ways of Walking paths They, they were working They probably put a lot more in since I lived there But when I came to the Bay Area I was like dang There's walking paths and green belts And green paths, green ways Everywhere you go All kinds of walking paths I like that, I like places with lots of that But I didn't know you had walked in. Hello, Mike. I make the root beer and the brewmaster. Oh, boy. Brewmaster, are you all, are you all excited about the election next Tuesday? The what? Election. I make the root beer, y'all. Oh, boy. Wow, you did a southern accent, disgruntled fiddle player. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, so uh, Mike's Daily Podcast.com, which has been recently redesigned slightly. I've moved some stuff around. Go to Mike'sDailyPodcast.com and you'll see the change. I'm going to do some more little changes and tweaks here and there. But I, it is a weird website in that the blog posts, I do repeat. I do have a little bit of a description of the podcast. And then I do repeat a bunch of links to where you can listen to the show and other places. I feel that you should be able to know, like, if you go to on Tumblr all the time, you can find me on tumblr if you go on facebook you can find me on facebook all these links i like to put in there and there's a bunch of places you maybe didn't even know about like player.fm is a great podcast place and podcasts.com and google play all these links are on every single post that i do for each show so that repeats on the page i'm trying to think of a way to streamline that but right now, if this is the format I like. Maybe I'll come up with something interesting over the weekend. But You can see that at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com if you'd like to help out the show. There's an Amazon link that's now on the right-hand side of the page. Click on that when you're going to buy anything. Or if you're looking at us through the phone, uh, go to the bottom. of, Scroll down to the bottom and you'll find... Or it's maybe like in the middle... You have to scroll down is all I know And you'll see the Amazon link Click on that and buy whatever it is you're going to buy on Amazon And that helps us out There's also the PayPal if you'd like to help support the show that way You'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters And finally All the past interviews I'm going to do an interview on Sunday With a band called Autopilot They're from Canada And they are coming to San Francisco soon I will have the dates for their When they're going to be in San Francisco And you'll get to hear their music on that show sometime next week that I'll be playing back for you it's all at com, and of course all the podcast pictures and now the segment ain't life grand ain't life grand grand grand, grand. i her you know was kind of down y- you can't help if you're Wanting to vote Democrat this year, not get down with all the stuff about Hillary, but then you look at Trump and you're like, no, never. And, and you know, uh, the whole Republican thing of saying that there's all this voter fraud going on, and there's just no there there, and they just wanna, they they're just totally rigging this to be, oh, we're the most corrupted country, the corrupted election system, and ugh. It's, it's just not there. And there is uh, there is purging of election rolls. And people that think they're about to vote, they find out, oh, I'm not on a voting. I'm not on an election. I can't vote for the election. I'm not on a list. So just be, be you know, I say get your ballot mailed to you. I started that quite a few years ago. And that way I actually, st- I have the ballot in my hand. I don't mail it in. I could, but I just end up filling out the ballot at home and then going and dropping it off in the box. I take Basil for a walk. Like we, we walk together to the voting place. And by now the voting people, the balloteers or whatever you call them, they are like, oh, look at the dog. So. And if Basil sees any of those Republican Trump-appointed voter (coughs) observers around, he's going to bark at him, Because he's a good dog. Well, secret recordings of a suspect talking about the Clinton Foundation fueled an internal battle between FBI agents who wanted to pursue the case and corruption prosecutors who viewed the statements as worthless hearsay, people familiar with the matter said, Agents using informants and recordings from unrelated corruption investigations thought they had found enough material to merit aggressively pursuing the investigation into the foundation that started in the summer of 2015. Yes, the Clinton Foundation has not been around that long. Only over a... What? Wait, no. They're talking about the investigation. Based on claims made in a book by a conservative author called Clinton Cash, The Untold Story of How and Why Foreign Governments and Businesses Help Make Bill and Hillary Rich. Book titles have gotten so long, haven't they? The account of the case and resulting dispute comes from interviews with officials and at multiple agencies. Starting in February and continuing today, investigators from the FBI and public corruption prosecutors became increasingly frustrated with each other, as often happens within and between departments. At the center of the tension stood the U.S. Attorney for Brooklyn, Robert Capers, who, some at the FBI, FBI, came to view as exacerbating the problems by telling each side what it wanted to hear. Uh, Mr. Capers declined to comment. This in a story. On the Wall Street Journal A guy named Christopher M. Matthews wrote We're not related, I don't think The roots of the dispute lie in a disagreement Over the strength of the case These people said Which broadly centered on whether Clinton Foundation contributors Received favorable treatment from the State Department Under Hillary Senior officials Oh, Sean Hannity apologized For using fake news stories Oh, that's surprising uh, we were talking about apologies and saying I'm sorry yesterday and about how certain people running for president are not at all saying sorry. Senior officials in the Justin Department and the FBI didn't think much of the evidence while investigators believed they had promising leads. Their bosses wouldn't let them pursue, they said. These details on the probe are emerging amid the continuing furor around FBI Director James Comey's disclosure to Congress that new emails had emerged that could be relevant to a separate, previously closed FBI investigation. Now, see, wait, now I don't know. It it hasn't. It wasn't officially closed. It's still ongoing. It it never closed. So that, I don't know. Maybe that's left up to semantics. Now, Wednesday, uh, President Obama Obama took the unusual step of criticizing the FBI when asked about Mr. Cummings disclosure of the emails and amid the f- internal finger pointing on the cl- and he sa- he basically said, look, this is something that it's it's an investigation and it should be going on behind the scenes. But now it's in plain view and that's wrong. Amid the internal finger pointing on the Clinton Foundation matter, some have blamed the FBI's number two official Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, claiming he sought to stop agents from pursuing the case this summer. His defenders deny that and say it was the Justice Department that kept pushing back on the investigation. At times, people on both sides of the dispute thought Mr. Capers agreed with them. Defenders of Mr. Capers said he was straightforward and always told people he thought the case wasn't strong. Much of the skepticism toward the case came from how it started with the publication of a book suggesting possible financial misconduct and self-dealing surrounding the Clinton charity. The Clinton campaign has long derided this book as poorly researched and a collection of false claims and unsubstantiated Assertions. The Clinton Foundation has denied any wrongdoing, saying it does immense good throughout the world. As we go outside a cafe, anyway, we're we bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Oh well, I, I would like to, you know, keep my jaws of flapping, and say, next show we're going to have Madame Ruta Valentino and Bison Bentley. Have a great weekend. Don't burn your lip. Don't hurt your lips because your lips need you to take good care of them. Maybe you're going to do some kissing, for example. And then if you are, I want to say to you congrats. Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Podcast.com. Email Mike now.